Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Unless you live alone on an island, you have a relationship with someone. It may be a family member, it may be a friend, co-worker, neighbor, or just someone that you meet casually. Today we're going to continue our series on relationships. We're talking about a marriage relationship. We're talking about sexual abuse among family members between a brother and a sister that we'll see in Scripture. We'll also look into adultery and sexual immorality as well. All of these happen in the realm of relationships. So get your Bible, lean forward, and enjoy these messages on family relationship. Hopefully, you will find them a blessing in your life. God has a perspective on that, so join us as we take a walk in the light of God's Word. David was now married to Bathsheba, but she was never referred to as David's wife. She was still referred to as Uriah's, the Hittite's wife. Even when you go to the New Testament and you get into genealogy, it would say Bathsheba, Uriah's wife. David pleaded with God for the child. He fasted, he prayed, he went into his house and spent the night lying on the ground. The elders of the household stood beside him to get him up from the ground, but he refused. He would not eat any food. But on the seventh day, the child died. Nathan gave this parable, gave this story that paralleled what David had done. And he covered up so skillfully that should remind us that no matter how hard we try, we can't hide from God. We're much better off if we just be honest with him up front. It's not like he doesn't already know. Nathan set David up and David took the bait. David, what would you do if you saw somebody acting like this? David said, you need to kill him. You need to beat down. He said, well, you the one, David. David still had a moral compass, even though he ignored it in his own activity. And this child's death will underscore an important truth that our sin affects more than just ourselves. Also those who are around us. This child died. The long-reaching effect of a moment of sinful self-indulgence can be disastrous. If we could see the results of our action clearly, we'd say no more often. The best news in this story that we can have is that it does not end only with the consequences of sin. But where there is sin, there is consequences. But then there is also grace. There's also restoration, and there's also healing. Whenever you get a group of people together, you've got someone or more than someone in the group that's got things that are covered up. But I want to let you know that there is grace, there is restoration, and there is healing. In verse 24, the word tells us, when David comforted his wife Bathsheba, and went into her and laid with her, and she gave birth to a son. He named him Solomon. So Solomon, that son who became famous and who 
believers and unbelievers alike will recognize him as one of the wisest men to ever live came from that union of David and Bathsheba. How strange. You would think God would just shut them out forever. Okay, nothing ever is going to come out of this union because it was unnatural and ungodly. But God forgives and God can restore. It's that union that brought forth that child who made a significant impact in the kingdom of Israel. It's important to note that healing and reconstruction of this relationship did not happen immediately. It happened over time. Those who studies this story and the historical accounts said it was several years that passed between the death of the first son and the birth of Solomon. There are some of you who are still walking around with the guilt of some of the things that you have done in the past. When you come to Jesus Christ and you ask for forgiveness and you're earnest in your heart, God forgive. Didn't you hear David said, I have sinned. And immediately Nathan said, your sins are forgiven. There's a mother that had abortion that can't get over the fact that you have aborted that child. Well, that happened before you gave your life to Jesus Christ. When you came to Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. That some of us have done things that we wouldn't tell anybody. It's going to our grave. But when you come to Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. God never brings condemnation without offering grace and healing. This is a recurring theme throughout the Bible. He brings grace and he brings forgiveness and he brings healing. God wants us to have an intimate relationship with him. He wants us to have a good relationship with each other. And he goes out of his way to invite us. That's why the word tells us why we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. And the whole point of Nathan's charge against David was not to punish him, but to restore him. God's healing, God's restoration, God's grace is available to each of us. All you have to do is to be willing to face God. Face God with that pain for honesty that Yes, Lord, I have sinned, I've messed up, I did things that I shouldn't have done, but I'm ready to rebuild my life. I'm ready to get that behind me and to go forward. There's someone who is hearing this message that is at a place where you need a fresh start. Your life can be healed, your life can be restored, your life can be rebuilt just like David's was. When we talk about David, the first thing we don't talk about is Bathsheba. We talk about David's victories. We talk about David's building the kingdom. We talk about David building Israel into one of the strongest military forces, one of the most prosperous uh, nations of his time. We talk about that first. We don't talk about his sin first. God is able to restore. But just like David, your journey may not be easy. But it's a worthwhile venture to get your life back in order with God. So you have to be honest with God and you have to be honest with yourself. Stop hiding behind excuses and lies in your life and be honest and open. Yes, I have sinned. 
Be willing to deal with it and accept the consequences of your sin. Because you're going to have to accept them. God will forgive you, but you're going to get a punishment. Totally surrender yourself to God and God will see you through. Allow Jesus to come into your heart and to heal you and to forgive you for anything that might have occurred in your life. Accept his free gift, his salvation, his healing, his wholeness, his restoration. Let him start the process of rebuilding in your life no matter what you've done. You can build your life on a firm foundation. Here's what I want to do today. I know that you're saying, okay, I'm not David, I'm not Bathsheba, I haven't done that, I haven't committed adultery. But all of us have done things that we need to get straight. And if we've not gotten those straight in our lives, here's the time to do so now. I want you to bow your heads with me. God, whether we have admitted it or not, you already know what we have done that is displeasing in your sight. And we come today as your people, those that you have already called to yourself. It is your desire that we walk upright before you and that we put out of our lives anything that's displeasing to you. You have asked us to confess our sins to you and you are faithful and just to forgive us. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Father, we pray for that man that's got things going on in his life that we know it's not pleasing to you. We ask you to forgive. We pray for this woman who feels like she can't come out into the open because of the things that have been perpetrated in her life in the past. We thank you for your healing, your wholeness. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and your goodness. Father, we thank you that you're able to take broken pieces and put us back together again. We thank you, Lord, that when others will look on us and look down at us because of what our life has been, you are looking at the purpose and the plans that you have for us. Plans for hope and plans for a future. We thank you, almighty God. Help us to come to you like David who said, wash me, cleanse me, creating me a pure heart. Renew a right spirit within me. We thank you for it right now, almighty God. In the name of Jesus Christ. While your head's about, I want to make this, give this invitation to those who are here. If you're here today and you've not made a decision for Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you thought that there are things that's going on in your life that God doesn't even want to have a relationship with you. Well, I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ died for those who couldn't find their way, those who are messed up, those who are in sin, those who are in a horrible pit. Jesus Christ came and died for us. He said, I didn't come for those who are well. I came for those who are sick. I came for those who are, who are without. I came for those who are lost. I came to seek and to save those who are lost. When you're not connected with him, you are lost. Christ came to save you. He died for your sins and mine. 
All of us. I, I had to come to that point in my life where I said, Lord, I, I need you. I need a savior. I need a change in my life. I need a new direction. Lord, please come and help me. I can't make it on my own. That's you today. I want you to lift your hand and say, Pastor, you're talking to me. I need change in my life. I'm ready for new. I'm ready for a new start. I'm ready for a new direction. Wherever you are, this is your day to make that decision for Jesus Christ. Lift your hand right where you are. We want to pray with you. You may be here today and you say, Pastor, I, I've asked the Lord to come into my heart and come into my life. But if the truth be known, I've wandered away. I've I don't even feel like I'm saved anymore. I don't feel like the Lord is with me anymore. I need to get back to where I used to be. I need to renew my commitment to God. I, I want to rededicate my life to him. If that's you, lift your hand right where you are. I want to pray with you today. I want you to leave here connected and knowing for sure that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thanks once again for joining us for this broadcast. We've been sharing with you messages on relationships, and I want you to continue to join us as we talk about marriage relationships, we talk about single relationships, we talk about, we're talking about inappropriate sexual abuse between a sister and a brother, we're talking about adultery and sexual immorality. All of these has to do with relationships. I want you to know that God is interested in our relationships and how we live and how we represent him in everything we do. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin, and you can listen to these messages or previous messages that we have aired on this broadcast. And I also invite you to go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And then join us in person on Sundays. God is moving in a significant way. Pastor Jackie is bringing the Word of God. And so join us at 10 o'clock Sunday mornings at 16161 Old Humble Road. And don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore. You may need communion supplies, Bibles, or study resources, or anointing oil. Come and see us at the Beacon. It's right here on our campus. Call the Beacon now at 281-441-2885. That's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.